Hey, this is Pastor John Ryan Cantu from Numa Church in Houston, Texas. Thank you for listening to the message today. I hope that it blesses you and all those that you share it with. God bless you. All right. And then this morning, I, uh, I was telling someone, you know, we had, uh, we had planned this year to, again, bring bring in new, new, new speakers because we want to develop, you know, our in-house speakers. And, and if I'm ever out of town, I don't want to have to bring someone from, from outside. I, I want, I want our, our church to be some preachers. Amen. And so, uh, we had planned to start that, you know, in the beginning of the year and, and then Corona happened. And so we're kind of, um, pushing everything towards the end of the year. And I was telling someone, I feel like I'm, I'm not preaching <laughs> that often. I, uh, I, I preach one Sunday or two Sundays, and then it's, it's, it's the, the next person. But um, the Word of God is still going to be preached. And I, I am so excited to hear the Word that God has blessed uh, Will with. Will has preached before. Will, man, so many good things I could say about Will. So many good things. This, this is a man of God who came when he was, how old were you, like, 12, 11, 12 years old, and uh, he, uh, he, just, he was exposed to, to the ministry, and he grew in the ministry. Uh, he, be, he, be, he began running sound. He started playing the drums. That kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, I don't know you were a musician, uh, and, and he just he, he kills it, and he ministers, and he worships God, and uh, I be, I've heard him speak before, and I've told him, man, there's a preacher in you, and so I'm excited to hear this word. I know it's going to bless you. Amen. Good morning, church. Amen. How we're doing this morning? Like Pastor Ryan said, he kind of talked to me at the beginning of the year, and he was like, hey, well, man, one of my goals is to get you to preach on a Sunday. I was like, ah. Right, that little slight, slight hesitation at first. Um, and, of course, part of it is, is nerves. Uh, another part of it is something that he's mentioned plenty of times, and that's that this, this stage is sacred. This pulpit is sacred. Um, and it's, it's not something to be taken lightly. Uh, so it's a, it's a big responsibility, but know that I, um, I'm taking it seriously, and I hope that God speaks um, through me this morning. I want to get straight into the scripture. Uh, our key scripture for this morning is going to be 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12, and it's going to be up here on the screen if you guys don't have it. I'm going to need y'all's help this morning, church. I'm going to need y'all's help. All righty. Verse 9, and it reads like this. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except for the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for allowing us to come here this morning and be in your presence. Lord, I ask that as we get into this word, you just open up our hearts, you open up our minds, and you allow us to receive what you have for us. I ask that you speak this morning, Father God, and that be you and not me, and you give your church what it is they need to receive this morning. Amen. The title of my message is Me and you. Me and you. So I want to read verses 10 and 11 again before I give you my first point. 
uh, verse 10 says, These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him. So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit, that's my, that's my first point this morning, the Holy Spirit. Um, if you're here this morning or maybe you're watching online and you've never heard of the Holy Spirit, then I want to help establish at least a fundamental understanding of what the Holy Spirit is. So the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity, right? the Father, the God, and the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I'm sorry. Uh, John 14, 26 reads, But the Helper of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Right? So an entire sermon could genuinely be preached on the Holy Spirit, the importance of it, the significance of it. Um, And this isn't going to be that message, but if we can at least have the understanding that the Holy Spirit is part of the Holy Trinity, and the Trinity is three in one, right? So that's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And if they're three in one, then that means God has given us a part of himself to not only help us understand the Word of God more, but to also help understand who God is himself, right? Verse 10 reads, these things God has revealed through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. So here's my main question for today, right? As it pertains to your relationship with Christ, what is your main resource? All right, as it pertains to my relationship with Christ, what is my resource? And you may be thinking, well, what do I mean by that? Well, if you want to connect, if you want to talk, and if you want to hear from God, do you find yourself doing so personally, or are you clicking on the next sermon on your podcast list to connect, to hear, and to talk to God, right? So I want us to meditate on that, on that question this morning as we get into this sermon, and I want to share with you guys a story. Has anybody ever met a celebrity or an athlete or like an influencer through a meet and greet? Yes? No? Yes? <laughs> right? So this is, this is my story of when I met, um, I guess you could call him an influencer, a YouTuber. He's big on social media. But his, his popularity is based around sneakers, right? And he's always lived in the California area. And, and a few years back, he decided to do a tour around the country where he was going to go to different sneaker shops um, throughout the country. And we, you could go there and meet him and talk to him and take a picture. And so I found out he was coming to Houston, and it was free. And I was like, yeah, definitely, I'm going to go. So the day comes, I get ready. He's also a Kobe fan, so I put on a Kobe shirt. I put on some Kobe shoes. And more than anything, I was just hoping it was a talking point so it wouldn't be awkward when I got to him. <laughs> but... Sure enough, I get ready, the day comes, I go and I head out, and by the time I get there, it was about maybe an hour or two before the event started, and there was already a line around the block. I was like, oh man, I got a, I got a journey ahead of me, right? I got to wait a little bit. And you know Houston weather, it doesn't matter if it's 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, the sun was beaming down on us already. And so I'm standing there in a black shirt, because I made a wise choice, and I'm standing there and the sun is beaming down on us, and... There's no form of cover. We're just on the side of a building, almost like in an alleyway-type type setting. And then, of course, again, like in classic Houston weather fashion, it just pours out of nowhere, right? And at this point, we're probably like an hour before the store even opens, and even then, they're going to limit how many people go in. So we're standing here in the rain, and it's pouring down, and I'm looking at the people in front of me and the people behind me, and now I can't even see the end of the line, so I'm like, man, if I get out and go to my car, I'm going to come back and be back there. And people around me, they were leaving. They were like, no, we're going to stick it out. And I was like, okay, well, then this is what we're doing. So 
we get wet, and then, of course, the tropical storm passes like five minutes later, and then it's hot again. So now we're wet, we're humid, we're still standing there, no shade, no cover. And finally, finally, after hours of standing in line, I get inside the store. I get to meet him. I get to, to talk to him. We have a little conversation. I take my picture. I go on about my day. And I'm like, man, it's a story, right? So sure enough, I get in the car. Look at the picture that I got, guys. I don't think you can see it. Can you see my face? Or is it kind of hard to see? Can y'all tell that my eyes are closed? My eyes are closed, guys. I waited through all that. I waited through hours, through the sun, through the rain, through the sun again to get a picture, and my eyes are closed. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh at this point. I get back to the car, and I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, yeah, of course, this, this would happen to me. So this is the one picture I have to remember. that he, The guy couldn't take two. He couldn't take three. He took one, and, and this is it. <laughs> so why do, why do I show that story? Well, because we can't, if I, were to, if I were to see him again tomorrow, I still follow him and I could tell him that I know he still lives in the California area. I know he drives X car and I know he's married and I know he has a house, right? But he wouldn't remember me from that day. He doesn't, he doesn't know who I am. I couldn't say that he knows who I am. And so what I'm, what I'm trying to get us to understand is that we can't put ourselves in a position when it comes to our relationship with God where he can tell us the same thing, where he can tell us, depart from me. I never knew you, right? And my resource and my relationship with him is through my phone, right? If he were to cut that off, then, then that's it. I lose connection with him. I don't know what he's doing. You'd be MIA and I'd never hear from him again. And so when I ask, what is your resource, are you searching for God personally or are you going through someone else, right? Are we using the spirit that's been freely given to us to even search the depths of God, right? Amen. So I want to read verses 9 and 10 one more time. It says, but as it is written, what no eye has seen nor ear heard. Nor the heart of man imagine what God has prepared for those who love him. For these things God has revealed through the spirit. Right? Not through the church. Not through the pastor. Not through a lesson. Not through this sermon. Not through a degree. Right? And it's not to say that those things aren't important because I don't want to devalue those things. But we have to understand where it's coming from. Right? How many times have we heard a word be it from Pastor Ryan or somebody else, or you hear a lesson and you're like, man, God really spoke to me. By show of hands. Can I get show of hands? A lot, right? A lot of people have had those moments. And so we have to understand that those things can't sustain our relationship with God. And not only that, but we have to understand where they're coming from, right? Pastor Ryan, one of the things I admire about Pastor Ryan is week to week, he preaches truth, he brings conviction, and he preaches a word, Right? But we also have to understand it's twofold because without the Holy Spirit, words are empty. Right? This word doesn't mean anything without the power of the Holy Spirit. Pastor Danny brought a great word last week, and it's amazing, but at the end of the day, we're human. Right? So we have to understand that it's the Holy Spirit speaking to us. Right? All these things can contribute and help us grow as Christians in our relationship with God. But aside from all these resources, the main resource should always be us. So it's not that we can't use different methods to learn about God. It's not that we shouldn't. It's not that others can't help us grow 
because to say that would be wrong. But the question is, are we consistently looking, are we consistently looking for a different middleman? Or are we feeding our relationship with God ourselves? John 14, 6 and 7 reads, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you'd have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Amen. Let's see, let's see if I can get hands for this one. How many ladies like ordering stuff from Amazon? <laughs> Some husband's going to throw up two hands to accompany the one you got. Right, brother? There he goes right there. Right? It's, we have a running joke in our house that we have to clear the Alexa notifications. Because if you ask Alexa for notifications, she'll tell you what order's on the way, what order you just made, and what delivery you just got there. You know? Oh, I just gave him a tip. Oh, now he knows. So it's a running joke in my house where, hey, you better clear those notifications before dad gets home because he's going to catch you. Right? <laughs> I know uh, Brother David Perez shared a story on Facebook, and he said that their mailman came knocking on their door. And he was like, hey, I just want to make sure everything's okay. I haven't dropped anything off in a while. And I was like, man, he had to come check on the house and make sure everything was fine because Sister Mari took a break from, from shopping. <laughs> and so, so it was funny. It's funny to me, right? But but when we think about it, we never assume that that Amazon driver, that delivery driver, packaged it himself and brought it from his garage, right? We know that he's getting it from said warehouse, right? So what do I mean by that? We can't get the source confused with the messenger, right? We can't get the source confused with the messenger. Amen. Like I was saying, we have great anointed preachers that come from this house and that, that's, that's it. They're anointed, right? It's not, it's not because I took the time to type this out, or it's not because I took hours spending what words could I use to really impact people, right? I, it, doesn't, it doesn't carry any weight. The reason word brings conviction and it penetrates your heart is because the power of the Holy Spirit. So what I want to do is I want to go back to our key verse, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 12. But I want to read through 13 this time. I want to read through 13. Uh, Verse 9 reads, But as it is written, or no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except for the person which is... uh, for who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Sorry. Uh, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. In verse 13. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, right? Not taught by human wisdom. So scripture is telling us that I as a man am incapable of standing here this morning and explaining to you who God is and the intricacies of his holy being. It's impossible. It's impossible because I can't even understand it to begin with, right? And I was, I was thinking on this and I was meditating and I kind of came to at least two conclusions why this might be the case. And the first one being, if we were to know everything about God, 
then it wouldn't be an ever-growing, changing relationship, right? There's, I mean, it's, it's scriptural that when you were a kid, you got fed like a baby, right? And now you're a human. You're, now you're an adult, and, and we need to act as if we are, right? We change throughout our walk with Christ. And number two is that God is different with each and every one of us. God is different with each and every one of us. Pastor Annette, you have three kids, right? So your relationship with Ashley is different from the one with Alexa, your relationship with Alexa is different from the one with Ryan, right? That's just the way it is. Pastor Marita, you have three kids. If you want to effectively show love to Celeste, that looks a lot different than if you want to effectively show love to Melody and Daniel, right? The way that you love on them has to be different if they're going to be able to receive it because they're different beings. And God does the same thing with us, guys. God is always, always going to meet us in the middle, and so scripture's telling us this morning that God reveals these things through the spirit and we can't rely on human wisdom alone. This is why having your own personal relationship and spiritual connection with God is important. I was thinking I was thinking even if I was thinking how how we would kind of explain things, right? With the, with the capacity that that we have with the limitations that we have. And I thought if me and Pastor Danny and Pastor Juan were to sit at a table with someone who had never heard about Christ, I could tell them, man, my God is a, a way maker. Right? My God is a comforter. My God is, is loving. He's never failing. Pastor Danny could say he's a provider. Right? Pastor Danny could say his promises are always true. He'll never leave your side. Pastor Juan could say he's a healer. He's a transformer. Right? And all these things are true. Nobody's 100% right and nobody's 100% wrong. But the reason we'd be saying those things is because we're drawing back on our personal relationship with Christ. Right? And so we're automatically going back to the things that only God could get us out of. Right? When we think, who is my God? Man, let me think of the time that only God could make a way. Right? Let me tell him about the time that only my God could do this for me. Let me tell you about my God, who's the only one who could turn it around. Right? And so that's why having your own personal and spiritual connection with God is important because it's different from your neighbor. It is. It's different. God is different with each and every one of us in the way for us to effectively have a relationship with God. Amen. I want to read uh, Philippians 3.10. And I don't have it up here, but if you could turn to it, um, I'm going to give you some time to to find it. This is the Apostle Paul, who at this time was on his uh, second missionary journey, right? He's in prison as he's writing this. And this Paul is not a new believer by any means, right? This is a Paul who's definitely seasoned in the faith. And Philippians 3.10 reads, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings becoming like him in his death, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Like I said, um, this, this Paul is, is not a new believer. It's somebody who's been walking with God and somebody who's been doing the work of God now for a while, right? And so for somebody like Paul to be able to write that I may know him made me come to two conclusions. One, that we can always know, we can always know and grow more in Christ, no matter how long we've known him, no matter how long 
We've had a relationship with him. And two, we can never stop pursuing him. I'm going to ask the worship team to, to come up. We can never stop pursuing him. I was, I was looking up every, uh, every verse in the Bible where Jesus performed a healing miracle. And every time that he had to go to that person, they were healed. And, and scripture says that they were transformed. But when she touched him, she was made whole. Right? She was made whole. And so scripture is telling us in, in verse 9 that not even what our heart can imagine, God has more from us. And I'm thinking sometimes we find ourselves stopping in the beginning, knowing that God can still meet you in the beginning and he can transform you. But if you were to meet him halfway, he can make you whole. And so it's not that God can't go to you. It's not that he won't. But it's something completely different when you run after God. It's something completely different when you run after God. And I was thinking as a, as a church, as a church, guys, this is, our, this, this is what we want. We want to be moved. We want to be led. We want to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. And as a church, we can do that. But it starts with the body. It starts with each and every one of us. It's not just our pastor. It's not just our leaders. It's, it's everybody. It's each and every one of us that make up this body of church and this body of Christ. We have to, have to, have to have our own personal connection with him. And we have to be the ones going to God. We don't need a middleman to get to the feet of Jesus. These preachers are great. And like I said, they're bringing anointing and the anointing is coming from the Holy Spirit. But that same Holy Spirit is accessible to you. If you go for yourself. So I just want to, I want to challenge you this morning, church, that you take, take that with you. What is your resource in your relationship with Christ? Amen. I want to do what, what Pastor Ryan does this morning. I ask that you stand to your feet and with every head, with every head bowed and with every eye closed. If this is your your first time hearing about the Spirit or if this is your first time hearing about the Gospel and you're thinking, I want to get to know God on a deeper level. I want to know God and I want to accept Him as my Lord and Savior. I want to ask you that you just raise your hand and I want to pray with you this morning. Amen. We got one. Amen. Let's give him praise this morning. You don't have to say this prayer loud. You don't have to shout it, but you do. Just say it with a sincere heart, and you can say it as quiet as you need to. Lord Jesus, I need you. I believe in your death and resurrection, and today I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I welcome you into my heart. Amen. Amen. Let's get Lord an offering this morning, church. Thanks for listening. If you'd like some more information on Numa Church, visit us on our website at mynumachurch.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe or share it with your friends on social media and tag us at mynumachurch. Thanks again and God bless.